Since I was 15, um, I went to, um, after I finished with Brookdale, um, I kept managing stores okay. and I worked um, with Nordstrom. Mm. And then from there, I went to work as an account executive for Calvin Klein in New York City. Mm. Um, and uh, the jeanswear company had been sold and we all went our separate ways. And I said, that's it. You know, I saved every bit of my money since I was a teenager and I opened up my first boutique. Okay. Um, so. And tell us a little about that. Now, you know, I think one of the points I want to make sure we key on here is if you're young, especially, and you're looking to be involved in fashion, I like what you said. You worked. You worked. So you, you did a lot of different things. So all those things gave you all the insights, right, and, and uh, the ability to eventually be able to open your own store. Absolutely. I covered everything. I mean, I worked retail. I started at the bottom as a salesperson, mm -hmm. um, and then I got into management, and then I went to work with wholesale with Calvin Klein, and I really needed to learn all aspects of the business, you know, not just retail and dealing with customers, but I also needed to see the business, like, you know, how buyers do the buying, and, you know, I had a really great job with Calvin and that really helped me get to the phase of, you know, opening my own store. That's great. Well, we're going to talk more about that opening of, the, of your own store right after the break. You're listening to Tandem Radio Live, and our guest today is Christy Maruka, who's a fashion professional and owner of Fashion Fix, which I think you're going to find an extraordinary business, and founder of Catch the Curve. And uh, we're here every week. I want to mention TandemRadio.com. If you haven't checked out TandemRadio.com, what a resourceful website, I have to say. Uh, John and, and Cooper and some of the guys here put together some great stuff on on there so you can find archive shows there you can find uh, uh, contact information for our guests if you want to reach out to Christy especially if you have a fashion question or issue uh, you can find out about her there and her website and uh, there's a lot of information there but I want to make sure that you know as a listener info at tandemradio.com is the website is the email that you need to use info at tandemradio.com you can send in your questions and we'll be glad to help you our goal is to help you understand how God's word can have an impact on your business every day and uh, we'd love to hear your questions we get many questions that uh, we we definitely answer every email we try to answer some of them on the air but uh, if you have a question about business or about scripture and how it relates to business info at tandemradio.com is the place for you to be we'll be back right after these words Fellowship of Christian Athletes, FCA, has become a worldwide Christian sports ministry, starting back in the 1950s by sports legends like Branch Rickey, Otto Graham, and John Wooden. The vision of FCA is to see the world impacted for Jesus Christ through the influence of athletes and coaches. Billy Graham wrote, FCA has grown into the most extensive ministry of its type in the world. For more information, our FCA link at tandemradio.com. Are you cutting back at the office? Find yourself wearing more hats than ever? Need to do marketing to generate business but just don't have the time? Right Impressions is here to help. Our professional staff has been trained by the best, and now we can pass our experience on to you to support your business. We serve companies of every shape and size. Right Impressions can ensure every impression is the right impression. For more information, the number is 732-614-5099 or online at tandemradio.com. See, SAV Systems can help you look and sound better. Is the word being heard clearly in your church? Do your sound and video presentations make your business look good? Is technology a struggle? You can let csavsystems.com provide the right technology to meet your needs as well as your budget. 
They've been designing professional sound and video systems for schools, churches, conference rooms, auditoriums, retail malls, hospitals, and more for over 25 years. See SAVSystems.com works with you to find the right mix of technology to help make a greater impact. Whether you need wireless microphones, XM satellite music, or sophisticated teleconferencing, csavsystems.com can help you enhance your business. To find out more about how CSAV Systems can help you look and sound better, the number is 732-577-0077 or online at csavsystems.com, a sponsor of Tandem Radio. Well, welcome back to Tandem Radio Live. We're here every Saturday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. This is your host, Glenn DeLakian, along with uh, Christy Maruka, who's a fashion professional and owner of Fashion Fix, a great business concept that we're going to talk more about in a minute. Now, Christy, we were talking about you know your challenges as a teen and, and how you have some uh, things that you can help teens with. And then, of course, we got into you know your working and, and getting into the fashion industry from the bottom up, which I think is a, the way you have to do it. Sometimes you know kids especially come out of school these days and they think they're going to start at the top making big money right. but you know you got to work your way there right? right um let's let's just look at that for a second what do you do you have any words of advice quickly for any teens who let's say they're in high school or maybe even in college and they're thinking fashion what are some of the thoughts you would give them that they could start working on or some ideas they could have i, mean, I get asked this all the time um you have to start you know at the retail level you mm-hmm. have to go apply in a clothing store you have to, um, you know, you just have to work really, really hard. And if you're a salesperson, you know, you have to give it 100%. No matter where you start and what job you take, um, you, you have to start there. And then um, my advice to girls that want to get into the fashion business is that, you know, get promoted. Become an assistant manager. Become a store manager. Um, learn all the ins and outs at that level. And then, um, you know, go and work in a showroom in New York City. Mm. A lot of big designers hire interns. Um, and that's really important. Even if you take a job that you're not paid, but you're an intern, right. nine out of 10 times, those designers will hire you. Mm. And, and I've seen it, you know, many times at Calvin Klein, we hired our interns. And, you know, from there, you know, you can go anywhere. You know, I'm, I'm glad you brought this up because, you know, I, I often, you know, doing a lot of business consulting, a lot of people want to start their own business and, and right away they're asking me things like, you know, how do I do this? How do I do that? And the first thing I tell them is, number one, be ready for a life of hard work. And number two, get ready to get your hands dirty because if you're not going to get into it, whatever profession it is, Absolutely. if you're not going to be willing to start at the bottom and find out what the nuts and bolts are about it, you know, a lot of people think, well, if I have, I get a lot of money together, I can start my own business. And I'll tell you, that's one of the biggest mistakes people make because those are the ones that usually fail the quickest, you know. Um, it's really the people who have those uh, 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 basic experiences that start off at the bottom and work their way up are the ones that succeed the most. And of course, the Bible says all hard work can lead to profit. And, uh, it's so important to remember that. So I'm glad you're mentioning that to people. So so if you're out there, you're thinking of a life in fashion, and uh, uh, what do you think about, let me ask you this, just a little opposite end of that. What about, you know, we see these moms who are, kids are in college, and they don't know what to do with themselves, and all of a sudden they say, I'm going to buy a boutique and spend all this on my husband's money or their own money, whatever, um, and, and dump you know, $100,000 into opening a store. What do, you, what do you think about that? I think poor guy. You know, <laughs> I really do. I see, I've seen this many, many times. Yeah. And basically the store lasts six months, you know, or less. Right. Um, because it, it doesn't matter how much money you have. You mm-hmm. have to really gain the knowledge. There you go. Um, so I, I did it, you know, by saving money since mm-hmm. I was a kid. I saved every penny. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was able to open the store after I felt that I knew everything, you know, 
that I could possibly know. Right. Um, but, you know, just I, I do have, you know, friends that are housewives and they opened up a business and they knew nothing about the buying. Mm. And they just uh, bought for their store like they would buy for themselves. Right. And, you know, not everything <laughs> appeals to everybody. So, um, unfortunately, I know a lot of people that went out of business like that. Mm. So it's important to know, you know, what you're getting into. And also, like you said, I mean, you have to put 60, 70 hours a week in and you as the uh, store owner, you have to be there. That's right. the most important thing. Yeah. Yeah. I opened up a, a retail store one time and, and I was absentee owner and uh, it cost me, I remember, $360,000 to get the door open. And uh, boy, oh boy, what a disaster that ended up being, you know. Um, and, you know, in any business, you have winners and you have losers if you keep plugging, you know, and hopefully you have more winners than losers. But I, that's exactly what happened to me. You know, we I, I was excited about the concept. I hired somebody else to run it because my business was doing great and uh, I wasn't there. And you're right, absentee ownership, boy, especially when you're starting, right? I Absolutely. Mean, you know, people, a lot of people get this franchise idea in mind right away. They're thinking, well, I'll have 50 stores. Oh. I don't have to be there. Yeah. No, it doesn't happen overnight. That's right. for sure. Yeah. Right. That's so powerful. Good stuff. So so you, you, you worked in retail, you did all these different things, and now all of a sudden you decide to take the big plunge, as I call it, and open your own store, right? right. Yeah. So tell us about that. Well, as soon as I signed that lease, I couldn't sleep. You know, for two weeks, <laughs> I'm like, go. what did I just do? You know, right. oh my God, I'm on a five-year lease. I got to make this work. But um, you know what? I um, Like the biggest thing for me was being there every day. Mm. I mean, I didn't just hire somebody. You know, I, I did it all, and I um, I went to New York City and I went to all the trade shows and I did all the buying and I and did, you know, I worked until, you know, 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock at night getting the store ready. And the key is that you have to set the store up right. um, as cheap and inexpensive as possible. Mm. People that open a store and they spend a hundred, 200,000 just fixing or the fit up or just right. fixing the store, like you're already in a hole, yeah, 200,000. Right. So. Mm-hmm. You know, my thing is uh, do it on a budget and you can always improve it when the store takes off and becomes successful. Mm. Well, you just uh, talked half the people who are listening to out of doing their own <laughs> business and the other half who are in their own business going, she's right. That's exactly what I do. <laughs> it's true. I mean, you need focus. You need to be committed. And uh, just like anything, you know, and uh, it's like knowing the Lord. If you want to have a true relationship with Jesus Christ, you have to be committed to reading his book. I mean, how can you believe in somebody that you don't even know anything about? So uh, it's so important that we read the scriptures on a regular basis. Basis, just keep fresh and to know what God wants us to be and where he wants us to be and us moving closer to him on a regular basis. So in your business, a lot of hard work, a lot of effort, but what's the rewarding side? I mean, we, we often talk about this on the show. You know, we, we kind of beat up people first and say, why well, you shouldn't go into business right. so technically. But then on the other side, there's a lot of reward, right? There is. You know, I, I've been dressing the same women since I was, you know, let's say 19 years old. I still have those same women that are, mm. they shop with me. I, I love that I improve their self-confidence. Um, they call me all day long, you know, and, and they want to be dressed for every event. And it's a good feeling knowing that they're, you know, depending on you. And, um, you know, it's just, you know, I, I'm very grateful for my career. Mm. And to think of how I started as a teenager not being able to wear clothes and now, you know, I've had this great, you know, career and um, my business has been on um, talk shows and, you know, everything that I'm doing today is because of, you know, hard work and dedication and just believing in yourself and having faith. Well, in the next segment, I want to talk about TV. So we'll go there in a few minutes and we'll get more into Fashion Fix because I, I think it's extraordinary how you do it. Dressing women for years. You, you, you said that just a minute ago. Tell me a little bit more about that. You, you have customers that have been with you since I worked in the malls, wow. you know, since I was at Nordstrom, mm. um, and now I have their kids and okay. their kids. And so, um, 
you know, it's about uh, they're very loyal to me and, and they like my style. And, you know, I've seen them change over the years. And, you know, I, I, I'm very good friends with a lot of my customers and I value, you know, their business. Mm. So I take care of them and I go above and beyond. Now, let's talk real quick about style because, you know, a lot of people think, you know, it doesn't matter what you wear, right? I mean, we, <laughs> I always wanted to do a show where I take pictures of some people. I want to call it, do you look in the mirror, you know? <laughs> but, uh, but you know, in the scriptures that I read today, Genesis forty-one fourteen. so Pharaoh sent for Joseph and he was quickly brought from the dungeon when he had shaved and changed his clothes— he came before Pharaoh. So obviously it was important, right? Or Matthew twenty two eleven. But when the king came in to see the guest, he noticed a man there who was not wearing wedding clothes. So obviously it stands out when somebody's not dressed properly. And if you want to be a professional in business, let's talk about that for a second. You got to dress the part, wouldn't you right. say? Well, image, you know, especially when getting a job or graduating from college and mm-hmm. getting into the professional world, your image is very important. And that's one of the first things that, you know, people see and so I think it's very important. And also, like, for women, it's I think it's important to dress your age. Mm, there you go. You know, like a 50-year-old woman, I mean, I, I don't like to see them in a little denim miniskirt in their Uggs, <laughs> right, you know. Right. So, I mean, I do. I have a tendency to just sit and stare and think of how I could make that person look better. Right, right, right. And uh, and you're right. Mo- being moderate and conservative is an important thing. You know, it's funny because I interviewed another salesperson yesterday at one of my companies. And when I was at dinner last night, I, I, my wife asked me, so how did it go? And I said, well, he came in in a nice suit and shine shoes. And my son said to me, is that really important to you, Dad? Well, to me, it is. Yes. You know, it tells me that somebody's taking care of themselves. My father always used to say, you can wear a cheap suit, but always shine your shoes. You know? right. exactly. but, um, but it's funny because you're right. You do see people that either don't dress their age uh, or they don't dress appropriate. They come to interviews. Uh, and I interview a lot of people from my different companies. And it's, I'm amazed sometimes how people walk in for different positions. Right. Do you do a lot of that to helping people to understand what they're supposed to be wearing for what occasions? Absolutely. I mean, you know, we I offer style makeovers. Mm. So if someone is getting, if let's just say she's a stay-at-home mom and she wants to go back to, you know, return to the work field. Right. And I mean, we do. We I'll go, I'll go through their closet. I tell her what to get rid of, you know, what's in, what's out. Um, a lot of times, you know, women just have stuff in their closets that's so old and they can't get rid of. They're emotionally attached to it. Right. Um, you know, I have a five-year rule. If you haven't worn it in five years, then get rid of it and, <laughs> there you, go. you know, donate it to a charity. Aren't they waiting for it to come around again? Isn't it they, like every 10 yes. years fashion comes yes. back around? But you know what? Things that are stained and ripped, right. I don't think they'll ever be in style. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. And I'm not, I think my wife might be listening, so I got to be real careful <laughs> how I delve into fashion today. But uh, but fashion does matter. I mean, you know, you're not supposed to, you know, obviously it's not supposed to be the, key, the center of your whole life and, the, and the, what you wear isn't the key to it. I mean, the, the final scripture here, then Jesus said to his disciples, therefore, I tell you to do not worry about your life, what you will eat, or about your body, what you will wear. Life is more than food and the body is more than clothes. That's obviously the whole key here. But uh, it is important what you wear. And it says a lot about a person, wouldn't you say? Absolutely. And, you know, one thing that I do believe in, it doesn't matter um, what store you shop in. Mm-hmm. I mean, if, if you if you can't afford, you know, going to Nordstrom, I can take anybody to Walmart or Target and make them look just as good. Great. So there's ways of getting around, you know, 
getting around that. Excellent. Well, we're here today with uh, Christy uh, Maruka, who's a fashion professional. She's the owner of Fashion Fix and the founder of Catch the Curve. And uh, boy, an extraordinary life and brought her into fashion and uh, uh, a lot to talk about the fashion business. So stay tuned. Our, our concept today is Faith in Fashion. You listen to Tandem Radio Live. Don't forget tandemradio.com. You definitely want to go there. And if you have any questions uh, about what you see there, you want to know more about business or how God's uh, word relates to your business, let us know at info at tandemradio.com. We'd love to hear from you. We'll get back to you with your answers. We'll have more right after this. Fellowship of Christian Athletes, FCA, has become a worldwide Christian sports ministry. The vision of FCA is to see the world impacted for Jesus Christ through the influence of athletes and coaches. In 1956, 256 high school students went to the very first FCA camp in Estes Park, Colorado. Last summer, we had over 48,000 athletes and coaches attend FCA camps all over the country. More information at tandemradio.com. When potential clients Google your business name or what you do, do you come up in the top five? If not, someone else is getting many of your sales opportunities. Search engines like Google and others are becoming more important to generating new business. With more people tuning out traditional advertising, search engines allow you to show up when customers are actually searching for what you offer. You Can Be Found has a proven record of helping businesses get found with rates that fit your budget. We offer free website analysis to help you understand your best options. More on You Can Be Found at tandemradio.com. You're listening to Tandem Radio, the good news on business. Call our show at 1-800-575-9564 or visit our website at tandemradio.com. Hi, I'm Deborah Weiss, your certified short sale specialist with Keller Williams Realty. If you owe more on your home than current market value and need to sell for any reason, a short sale might be the answer. Once again, I'm Deborah Weiss with Keller Williams Jersey Shore, serving Monmouth and Ocean Counties. For more information, my number is 908-670-9896 or online at shortsalespecialistnj.com. That's shortsalespecialistnj.com. Hi, my name is George McGovern, Director of Athletes in Action in the New York metro area. Athletes in Action is a global pioneer and servant leader in sport ministry. AIA staff and volunteers have shared the gospel with athletes, coaches, and sports fans around the world. Locally, Athletes in Action staff are training godly professional and collegiate athletes to do the same. Whether it's a father-son breakfast, a sports clinic, or a school assembly, AIA creates opportunities for athletes to share the good news. For more information, go to our Athletes in Action link at tandemradio.com. Well, welcome back to Tandem Radio Live. We're here with our guest today, Christy Maruka, and we're talking about faith in fashion. And the scriptures for today, Genesis 14, 14, So Pharaoh sent for Joseph, and he was quickly brought from the dungeon. When he had shaved and changed his clothes, he came before Pharaoh. Matthew 22, 11, but, then, but when the king came in to see the guest, he noticed a man there who was not wearing wedding clothes. And Luke 12, 21, 23, then Jesus said to his disciples, therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat, or about your body, what you will wear. 
Life is more than food and the body more than clothes. That's very so true. Obviously, every word in the Bible is true, but that one really hits home for today. And um, Christy, um, you know, we've been talking a lot about your business uh, um, uh, experience and, and the things you uh, have happened to you in life and so forth. And obviously, you went through some health challenges and um, you look great. You're doing great. You seem to be successful in what you're doing. And I'm excited to talk about Fashion Fix. Um, but let's touch on your faith in your business. Uh, obviously, I know you told me we've talked a couple of times and you, you've told me about how you've prayed a lot, how God was so key to what getting you through what you did. How has your faith impacted your business? Well, you know, I you, you have to believe and you mm-hmm. have to have faith. And, um, you know, through hard work and, and praying every day and, you know, just knowing that God will you know, get me through. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what I dealt with as a, as a teen girl, um, I couldn't have done it without, you know, having faith and believing. And, you know, I used to sit home and ask, why did this happen to me? You know, and this and that. But, you know, I got through it. And, you know, because of God in my life, it made things a heck of a lot easier. Mm, absolutely. And uh, I'll tell you, I wonder sometimes how people can do it without. And uh, uh, that's why I'm so uh, keen on trying to help business owners understand that they need more of God in their life, no matter what they're doing. Now, not only have you do you have this unique business as Fashion Fix, but you've also done a lot of extraordinary things in fashion, like TV. I know uh, people who are involved in fashion probably would be real excited about dressing some celebrities, right? So let's talk about that for a minute. Tell us a little bit about your TV experience. Um, about three years ago, when I first started Fashion Fix, um, I got a call from the Tyra Banks show mm. um, to uh, make over a mom. So we ambushed someone in the audience, <laughs> and um, we brought her out to the van, and I had literally two minutes to change her. Oh, really? And dressed her, and um, it was really a great experience. So you they know? didn't pre-prep that. They just said, that's the person you're going to dress. Very quickly, yeah. Wow. So, you know, we brought her out, and um, I couldn't believe, you know, when they slid the van and the door open, you know, there was Tyra, and I immediately had a flashback of, like, you know, being 12 in a in a brace dealing with scoliosis and now here i am standing in front of tyra right um but really really great exposure for my business and it it, to this day i get so many phone calls and that talk show led to um the montel williams show um we uh, addressed underprivileged teens who were made Mm. fun of at school and couldn't afford nice clothes so we um i dressed five of them and uh, montel purchased many outfits for them to go back to school with oh great um, from there, that led me to becoming um, a stylist for the hit show Jersey Licious, okay. which airs on the Style Network. Um, and I've been with them for two seasons, mm. and um, they're a great bunch of girls and women, and I, I love it. I love doing television things. And Now, is it different dressing someone for television than, than your other customers who aren't involved in, in the TV industry? It's a little different. I mean, it's really on television. It's a little more over the top. Mm. Um, and, um, you know, I have to be very careful when I'm dressing three women on the same show. There can't be any crossover in the outfits. Um, so if one of them wears it on, you know, on the show, the next one can't be like, you know, Atlantic City walking around a nightclub <laughs> in the same dress. So, right. um, but, you know, um, I dress mostly everyday women. That's right. really the bulk of my business. And, mm. It, it is a little bit different, but I, I love doing both. I feel right. very fortunate to have gotten into the television side of it. So, so you feel like the television was like kind of like you've arrived, like you, you reached the pinnacle of uh, some of your goals? Absolutely. I mean, you know, and it just keeps going from there. You know, I'm, I'm getting a lot of calls for things. And um, Fashion Fix has been under development for a reality show. Mm. So we, we've been signed with a producer in L.A. Oh, great. To have a whole show, you know, to do with the van and the ins and outs of being a stylist in New Jersey. Wow. Because you know that New Jersey 
Um, Italian-Americans are very popular right now with the Jersey Shore and Jersey Licious. Yeah. Well, we won't go there. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, so, hey, well, one day I'll be able to say I knew her when. I, we had you first, right? Um, so, you know, I want to talk about that because fashion, obviously, you're dressing these people. It, it has a lot more of an emotional aspect than I think most people realize, especially men, you know, from my perspective. Um, it really has a lot to do with how people feel and, and what they do with their lives, right? Wouldn't you say? Uh, absolutely. I mean, um, you know, women definitely are more so than men. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, everybody wants to feel and look good about themselves. And um, with my business, it's really like fashion 911. So, <laughs> you know, I have people calling all hours of the day and night, you know, wanting to get the new outfit or someplace they have to go and they want to be dressed for it. So Right. Now... You know, fashion obviously can make a statement, and and um, a lot of times you know, you see uh, you know, and I don't want to cross any lines here, but you see you know people tend to think about fashion as all about sex and glitz and all that stuff, but but it's not that's not all it is about. It it, it has a lot to do with um, I think people projecting what they want to project when they go out and and when when other people see them, and a lot of times modesty is important to people, and they want to dress nicely, but they want to be modest as well. You know, they want to put a sackcloth on, but right. but on the other so do you see a lot of people when you meet with someone, they, do, they, do you get that kind of direction from them? Do they say like, hey, I want to be flashy or I want to be modest or what yes. do you see? Yes. Well, first, I mean, before I go to a client's house, I kind of talk to them about where they where they shop or where they're going to. Or, you know, I, I prefer to look through their closet and see mm. what their style is like this way. I know exactly what to, you know, show them. Um, but yeah, I mean, we have people that are more modest and, you know, don't want the little tight mini skirts and... You know, I tend to dress, um, you know, women between the ages of 20 and 50. Mm. So, oh, okay. So it ranges. Yeah, that is broad range. Now, um, let's talk about Fashion Fix because we really haven't focused on that much. Uh, we've given some hints. But Fashion Fix, the way I see it, is a mobile, like you said, mobile um, boutique. And it's a, a, a van that's a, a very nice van. But people walk in there and they're like in a store, right? I mean, that's yes. pretty neat. You actually come to them. Yes. Yeah. I, um, I purchased a Mercedes Sprinter van. Okay. It's a high-top van. And I had it um, customized to be a clothing store. Hmm. And it's racked and it's got a hardwood floor. And it's filled with dresses, tops, jeans, accessories, coats, everything you can think of curtains in the back so clients can walk in and they try on and they do it in their driveway or we take the clothes out of the van and go into their house. Mm. Um, it's the first of its kind. It's the first one in New Jersey. Right. And it's been really amazing for stay-at-home moms that have little kids and they don't want to drag them to the store. Right. Um, or working women. I mean, right. I have women that are attorneys and doctors and I go to their office or they shop on their lunch break. Hmm. And I have men as clients that shop for their wives. Oh, really? So do you, um, is there a charge for coming or they just purchase the clothes? Um, they just purchase the clothes. But if I'm going into New York City, I mean, there, there are different charges that apply depending on where I'm going to. Right. Um, um, but basically, p- women call me when they want to shop. Hmm. Okay. So. so you have a scheduled appointment. You go right up to their house and yes. either bring the clothes in the house or they come out and yes. see you. Yep. Well, remind me after the show, we got to get a couple of photos of this so we can throw it up on the website so people sure. see what we're doing. But uh, that in, in itself is a dynamic. Where'd you get the idea from? 
Um, you know, I had my I had another boutique for nine years. Mm-hmm. Um, when I sold that, I began working as a stylist, and I had the clothes in garment bags in the back of my car. Uh, okay. And it got to be so much lugging the clothes in. So I saw the van, and I told my husband, I want to buy this van. And he said, absolutely not. You're not buying that. <laughs> so my mother and I went back late at night, and she kind of said, Chris, you have to do this. This is the greatest idea. You know, this will be great. So I went back and bought it. And then um, I remember waking up in the middle of the night, looking out the window, saying, what did I just do? This thing is huge. How am I going to drive it? Right. Um, but it has been, you know, it's so unique. And um, I'm stopped everywhere I go. Right. You know, people want to come in and shop, whether I'm at 7-Eleven. Uh, people are calling as I'm going down the parkway. Uh, no matter where I am, you right. know, people, people want to come in. They think it's really neat. Guys ever call you and say, I want to treat my wife and, like, surprise the wife? Yes, they do. I have a lot of customers, like for Christmas and stuff like that, that we shop and um, I go to their office and right. for appointments, and they um, buy their wife, and I gift wrap it or I bring it back to them if it's you know a bunch of Christmas presents. And have you ever had? Uh, let's take an extension. Have you ever had where a husband says, you know, go to my house, my wife's there, I want to surprise or ring the doorbell and say, hey, you can come out and shop in my. Uh, in my van? Um, not really like that. I've had more women call and say, wait 20 minutes till my husband leaves <laughs> and then pull the van in. Right. You know, definitely more of that. Um, but, you know, I have, um, you know, all different people buy gift certificates and um, Mother's Day, Valentine's Day. So okay. a lot of men purchase gift certificates and, you know, the, the women shop. Oh, so. that's great. Now, what about pricing wise? How do you compete with the regular boutiques? Well, my stuff is about 10 to 20% less than department stores. Oh, really? But because we're driving it, you know, to you, Mm -hmm. um, we can't, you know, discount it too much. But also the designers don't allow me to do that. So Mm -hmm. I have to sell it for what, you know, the um, department stores are selling it. But a lot of the brands that I carry um, are not in Lord & Taylor and, you know, Macy's and stuff like that. They're specialty brands. So not only do you have fair pricing, but you have some unique uh, styles and so forth they can't get out the Exactly, Okay, yeah. great. Now, um, as far as the clothes go, and real quick, do, do you do makeup and that type of stuff too, or just the clothing? I don't do makeup, but I have a, like a team of experts. We have a hair salon. We have makeup people. Like if women want makeovers, we have we have everybody. So... So you cover the gamut if you need it. We could could do hair and makeup in the van, actually. (laughs) There you go. Well, we're talking with Christy Maruca today about fashion, and uh, the theme for today is fashion, faith in fashion, and uh, not to have faith in fashion, but that she had faith in her business and and had the faith to go into fashion and do great things, and how that relates to Scripture. We're going to talk more about that after the break. You're listening to Tandem Radio Live. This is Glenn DeLake and your host here every Saturday morning, uh, but also uh, on the website you can uh, see all our archive shows there and great get some great insights to how to start a business, how to continue a business, how to get funding, those types of things. Uh, any of your business questions, uh, you can find answers to most of them, uh, not only in the Bible, of course, but you can also find many answers on our website at tandemradio.com. Be sure to check it out. And uh, when you do go to Tandem Radio, feel free to send us an email at info at tandemradio.com, and we'll be glad to answer your questions, help you with any insights. We'll be back right after this. SAV Systems can help you look and sound better. Is the word being heard clearly in your church? Do your sound and video presentations make your business look good? Is technology a struggle? You can let csavsystems.com provide the right technology to meet your needs as well as your budget. They've been designing professional sound and video systems for schools, churches, conference rooms, auditoriums, retail malls, hospitals, and more for over 25 years. See savsystems.com 
works with you to find the right mix of technology to help make a greater impact. Whether you need wireless microphones, XM satellite music, or sophisticated teleconferencing, csavsystems.com can help you enhance your business. To find out more about how CSAV Systems can help you look and sound better, the number is 732-577-0077 or online at csavsystems.com, a sponsor of Tandem Radio. There are times in life when everyone needs a caring attorney they can trust. As your lawyer, I will always treat you with the utmost respect, honesty, and care when representing your legal needs. The Law Office of Judith Amorsky handles criminal, municipal, civil, and family matters, business needs, real estate, and estate planning. I also handle debt reduction and bankruptcies. To make an appointment or to speak with me directly, Judy Amorsky at 732-683-1227 or my website at tandemradio.com. Hi, my name is George McGovern, Director of Athletes in Action in the New York metro area. Athletes in Action is a global pioneer and servant leader in sport ministry. AIA staff and volunteers have shared the gospel with athletes, coaches, and sports fans around the world. Locally, Athletes in Action staff are training godly professional and collegiate athletes to do the same. Whether it's a father-son breakfast, a sports clinic, or a school assembly, AIA creates opportunities for athletes to share the good news. For more information, go to our Athletes in Action link at tandemradio.com. Well, welcome back to Tandem Radio Live. This is your host, Glenn DeLakin, here every Saturday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And excited to be here with Christy Maruka, who's a fashion professional, owner of the Fashion Fix, and founder of Catch the Curve. And uh, involved in a lot of other things, too. I was reading your resume. I know uh, one of the things that you were doing was the Garden State Film Festival. You were involved in that. Let's talk about that a little bit, because I know business owners tend to go beyond their own borders and get involved in a lot of different things, and I know I'm involved in a lot of different events and networks and so forth, Uh, and I'm sure reading your resume, I see that you are, too. Tell us about the film festival. The Garden State Film Festival, um, it's really great. It runs uh, this year. It's March 22nd through the 25th. Mm-hmm. And we show films all over um, Asbury Park and surrounding towns um, and independent films, short films. Um, some really great talent comes through from all over the world. Mm. And uh, that's something that's becoming more and more popular, right? I mean, how long have they been doing that? This this year is our 10th annual. Okay. So oh, wow. most film uh, Festivals don't survive past three years. So oh, really? We feel very lucky to have gotten this far and all from volunteer work. So. And where do the people come from to come watch the films? Is it all over? All over. I mean, we have films coming in from Australia, the Netherlands, I mean, all different countries. Um, and people come from everywhere. North mm-hmm. Jersey, they fly in from California. I mean, really? Yeah. And, and you have judging and so forth for these films? Yeah, the films are, yep, we have an awards dinner where we pick the uh, winners of the films. And a lot of these films go on and become produced. And Now, how does it work? You know, these films are being run in, in multiple theaters, right? Yes. Around the area. And how does it work if a person wants to come and participate? You, you submit your film to the festival. Okay. And then, um, you know, not every film is selected, but I believe 150 to 250 films are shown. Oh, really? That many? We get over 750, 800 submissions every year. Wow. And um, it is really a great time. We have a big cocktail event on uh, thir- Friday night, mm-hmm. and uh, it's, it's wonderful. Now, if you want to come and view these films, how does that work? You can buy at the uh, Garden State Film. You can go online and purchase tickets okay. ahead of time, or you can purchase them at the door. And you can buy a ticket for the whole weekend, get a weekend pass, or you can go in and buy just for whatever film you want to see. Oh, okay. So you can go buy film or buy the weekend. Yes. Okay, great. Yeah. That must be fun. You hop from uh, theater to theater to theater to watch the show. It's a great time. It's really good. And it benefits businesses in Asbury Park. You know, mm-hmm. all the restaurants and hotels are 
booked for the weekend. Oh, really? And, you know, over 35,000 people come through this festival wow. on that weekend. No kidding. Well, that sounds like a fun thing to do. Do you uh, bring your van? I do. I actually, <laughs> I design the, um, the cocktail party. I style the inside of the Grand Arcade. Right. So I do all that, all the decorations for oh, that. Wow. And then the awards dinner. I do all the tables and... You know, I'm the stylist for the film festival. There you go. That's exciting. <laughs> and uh, again, we're, we're talking to Chrissy today about faith and fashion and three scriptures that were put on my heart this week. I want to make sure we get those in one more time. Genesis 41, 14. So Pharaoh sent for Joseph and he was quickly brought from the dungeon. Uh, when he had shaved and changed his clothes, he came before Pharaoh. And I, I thought I, this jumped out at me because obviously it was important for him to dress right when he was in the audience of the king. Matthew 20 to 11. But when the king came in to see the guests, he noticed a man there who was not wearing wedding clothes. Keep this in mind, business guys. If you're walking into an environment and you're not dressed appropriately for that environment, you're going to stand out in the wrong way. So keep that in mind. And ladies, this goes both ways. You know, you can be overdressed uh, way overdressed in some situations and in many cases I see most women at least that I see many times are underdressed for applications you need to keep in mind people are watching Luke 12 21 23 then Jesus said to his disciples therefore I tell you do not worry about your life what you will eat or about your body what you will wear life is more than food and the body more than clothes now we all know we need food to live uh, so it's not about fasting for the rest of your life, but the idea is where is the relevance and where is the importance of this? If fashion is the key to your life and that's all it's all about, you need to reevaluate what you're doing and look where put God in the center of your life where he should be. But we also know that the Bible does make clear that fashion and, and what you wear is important to people and to circumstances. As a business owner, I think it's really important. What about dressing for business for women? Let's talk about that for a minute. Um, I go to a lot of events and I see women just missing it on, on professionalism uh, and how they dress. Either they're, you know, they come to a, a network event looking like they should be at a cocktail party. Uh, on the other side of it, they come to a network event looking like they just came out of the kitchen and they, they mop the floor, you know. So do you get a lot of women coming to you and saying, help, I, I need help with business look? Oh, absolutely. I mean, especially like moms that have been out of the workforce because they've raised their kids and now they want to return and the right. style is much different. I mean, yeah, you have to be dressed appropriately. And um, there's the good thing is there's so many um, great styles out now where mm. you don't have to be in a business suit, right. you know, to go to work. There's there's knee length skirts that are very appropriate. Mm. A lot of women wear um, knee boots, you mm. know, instead of heels and stockings and stuff like that. And dresses have become a huge trend that you can put a blazer with and you can, you know, you can totally dress it down and you can wear that same outfit and go to a cocktail party at night. Right. You know, you can look professional, but you can also change it up and make it fine for a dinner party. Well, the uh, it's funny. My wife always said, uh, dress to blend, not to offend. I, I don't know. Do you have any tips that you have that you could uh, let women who are going to a business environment, whether it's an interview or forget about the evening stuff. I mean, an interview or going to work uh, on a, you know, on a day-to-day -day basis, you have any tips for them? I mean, I would say keep it simple. Mm. I mean, sometimes um, less is more. Mm -hmm. And people that get um, over-accessorized or, you know, just they, they see something on the runway mm -hmm. and they think that that's appropriate. And right. it, it's not, you know. So, you know, you can take um, a great, you know, popular look. It doesn't have to be, like, so trendy when you wear it. You know, right. you can tone it down and... 
you know, keep it looking simple and elegant. And that definitely is the way to go, especially when you're going on a job interview. Mm. You don't want to be overdressed or, like you said, underdressed. Right, right. You know, certainly, uh, and women, just a tip, you, know, you don't want to look frumpy, but on the other hand, you don't want to attract too much attention because then you'll get the wrong attention, right? right? Exactly. And, and, and that leads to uh, uh, the wrong place for sure. So, so how you dress has a lot to say about what you intend, what message you want to get out to other people. And uh, a consultant like uh, Christy can certainly help you with making sure that you get what you want across to other people and what you wear, right? Right, exactly, yeah. Excellent. So tell us, uh, you, I know you mentioned that you had a, a funny story to share with us, so why don't you share something with us? Well, I, I travel a lot, you know, all over New York, New Jersey. So one night I was coming back from Brooklyn. Um, it was midnight, and I was on the parkway, and I was going to cross the Veranzano Bridge coming home, um, and I was uh, approaching the only cash lane open. Mm. Um, so the toll collector was a woman, and she stuck her head out the window, and she looked at me, and she said, hi, and she said, are you single? And I said, no. I said, I'm married. And she said, how much do you weigh? And I said, well, I weigh 118. I just lost weight. This is weight. a toll collector asking and, us. Wait, and she, she, I, go, I just lost weight. I, I only weigh 118 now. I just lost 10 pounds. She goes, honey, the van, is it single axle or double <laughs> axle? Is it over 6,000 pounds or under 6,000 pounds? <laughs> So I, I had never been asked those questions. So I, meanwhile, I held up the cash lane. The traffic was backed up miles. Took 15 minutes to get a supervisor to come to oh, go through the gosh. book and see how much the van weighs. And, um, you know, and then I heard on the radio um, traffic, you know, uh, backed up at the Verrazano commercial vehicle causing delays. <laughs> you know, so I kind of liked hearing that. I just wish they would have advertised Fashion Fix. Right, exactly. That's funny. So uh, here we were talking. She was talking about the van and uh, you thought she was talking about you. But uh, that's great. Um, yeah, I'm sure you come into all different kinds of unique situations. Let's talk about maybe real quick about some of your unique clients. What, what were you know? Obviously, TV was exciting, but what are some a couple of just unique instances for you with clients? Um, well, you know, every day is like a, a unique situation because um, I've been you know I drove down the Parkway one day and there was a major major accident and the traffic was stopped for one hour and I had people getting out of their cars and knocking on the van and saying you know can I shop can I shop but <laughs> you know it's illegal um, right. police come and it's soliciting and I don't want that on my record right um, and even if I go in to have coffee in Seven Eleven women come out and they want to get in the van and they want to shop and you know I I have to. You know, I can't do that because I don't want to get in trouble. But um, every day it's just, you know, it's just a unique situation. I, I meet so many different kinds of women. I, I have um, I've had like the New Jersey Housewives. I've worked with Caroline and Dina Manzo. Um, I've dressed NFL players. I've done I do photo shoots. I do magazine work. Mm. Um, so I've had, you know, I've, I've been with all kinds of people and, you know, styling different events and. You know, I just I, I love what I do and that this business is truly unique and there's not, a, you know, another one out there. So All right. now do you, when you go with the van, do you go with someone else or is it just you? Um, I have I primarily work by myself when I go as a stylist. But when we do events, I have a, um, a very good friend, Carmelina, and mm -hmm. she works with me on all different projects and stuff like that. She's my partner. Well, I can't wait to see the inside of this van. I, I mean, I've, uh, uh, you know, looked at it from the outside, saw some photos and so forth, and we told us so much. It's going to be an interesting experience. So if you're looking to get some fashion tips or some fashion insights, what is your website, by the way? It's fashionfixnj.com. All right, fashionfixfix. NJ.com. Great. So if you want to know more about Christy and what she's doing, check out Fashion Fix 
nj.com, yes. right? And you can also get a link to that on tandemradio.com, and uh, we'll connect you with Christy. And uh, there's just so much to talk about in in um, in fashion, and I appreciate you coming in today, Christy. Any last tips for our listeners today about fashion? Um, you know, just be yourself and um, follow your own style. You know, set your own unique style, and you'll stand out from the rest. And, you know, don't worry about what other people are doing mm. or you know, do what's best for your body type and wear clothes that look great on your shape. And, you know, you can't go wrong. Yeah, that's what always amazed me. And just real quick, I want to wrap up on this because we only have a real short amount of time. I'm always amazed that there are so many, so much clothing out there, right? And there's so many people, obviously, but yet some people can wear the same outfits and look really good. And some people wear that same outfit. And a lot has to do with how you wear it too, right? Absolutely. I mean, you first of all, you have to make sure the clothes fit your body mm. perfectly. You, know, and you need to repeat that again because I see far too much of that going on out there. It's <laughs> scary me. sometimes. I know. I yeah. see it too. Yeah, the old five pound, 10 pounds of bologna in a five-pound bag right. sometimes. You know? Right. And, you know, the whole people make fun of the low-waisted jeans, but the truth is they're not for everybody. That's right. You know, you, you, you don't want to have stuff hanging over where it shouldn't be. And, right. you know, I just think that you have to dress appropriate for your age. And, you know, that to me is like most important. That's probably the biggest mistake I see, mm. you know, women doing. Amen. Amen. For sure. And you know, the Bible speaks about that. It's very clear about dressing modestly. And, uh, and there's certainly a lot of insights there. Christy, I want to thank, I want to thank you so much for uh, coming in today and spending time with us. I thank know you. It's, it's been a pleasure. Uh, same here. And I'm looking forward to getting out there and taking a look at what you're doing. You're listening to Tandem Radio Live. We're here every Saturday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I want to thank Allie, our producer today, for another sensational job pulling it all together. I see Cooper just snuck in. So Cooper, thanks for being here. And Lucas, Thanks so much for coming down from Rutgers and being a part of the show and making things work. God bless you, and uh, make sure that the Lord's Word is included in your business every day. We'll see you next week right here at Tandem Radio Live. You've been listening to The Good News on Business, a Tandem Radio live broadcast heard here on the Bridge FM Radio Network and streaming at tandemradio.com. Don't forget to join us every Saturday at 11 a.m. to 12 noon Eastern Standard Time and call us and email us with your questions because we'd love to hear from you. You can also visit our website for the latest blogs from Peter and Glenn along with other information about upcoming guests, events, and business opportunities. I'm Kevin Reeves, and from everyone at Tandem Radio, we hope that you have a blessed week. And remember, walk with the Lord every day in every way.